Okay, there we are. We are on. Hey, now. Technically. <laughs> are we ever on? No, and we were almost not on at all this week. No, not at all. Not at all, but everything broke like... And then Volmer right. had to ma- uh, work his, his his stupid magic. <laughs> Captain America. I'll tell you what, man. Captain America. I'll be wearing my style shirts. And it's everybody to F off with their elections. He saved the day with have, making us have a show. Thank Dude. you. Thank you, Dave. Well, you know, we should thank him, I guess. You're right. I told you when there's not these have weekly when Jerry and I talked on the phone today. And they just give us so much material. You don't even. Just wait. It's going to happen. See, that's the thing. If we would have done just started the show on Wednesday, yep. like the little bit that we had, and then it would have come through, and if you would have got an alert, somebody's going to text you probably during the show, and then we could have went live with it right then. It would. It, it, the timing actually would have worked out. I think I heard about it around 4 o'clock. So right after you and I called, and I went, ah, let's check in this. Yeah. Because, like, like I don't know. I, it's going to be a lot of effort, and there's probably not going to be a payoff. See, you know, I was whining to you, and you went, "All right, whatever." And this is this is the part that the listeners, I Jerry's like, "Well, you know, I don't think we could do a whole show." I'm like, "Dude, we talk on a phone for an hour sometimes, <laughs> and it's about national discussion topics that everybody would like to hear and op- hear our opinion on." I'm sure. I don't know. But like on some of the stuff, like we, I mean, I think you and I. We agree on a lot, but there's some things that we look at differently, and sometimes maybe the people, the listeners, won't uh, look at the same way we do, and something that I've been doing for 20-plus years is getting people to look at things differently. It's not really the mission of the show, though. I mean, that's kind of the thing that I look at. Right. Is it local? Right. Right. But everything's local nowadays. That's the problem with everything is like it's creeped into everywhere. Like I said, like when I said I started doing this, you could see from the when I, you know, the federal government and the state governments that I work to what change, I guess, for a long, long time. Is that what you want to call it? Right. (laughs) But now everything trickles down. And those the same problems that I saw at the federal and the state level. Now we see at the local level. Yes, I, I think you're correct. Tyrants, drunk on power and taxpayer money. And stupid. Mm. Yeah. Tony Ronaldo is in the chat already. Tony says, great song. Tony has good taste in music. Tony, does that remind you of perms and mullets? That's what it reminded me of. Mm. (laughs) Then he says, I'm attempting to listen in here while watching the national championship for NCAA wrestling. Hmm. Who's in the final? Tone, who's more important, us or them? Come on, stop it. <laughs> what you can do is like I wanted to do with the basketball game. <laughs> I told you is that I wanted to leave you guys to put uh, Jerry and, uh, and Ian and Darren on in the uh, background and watch it. And I, for, it took me five minutes to realize that I was getting taken on all those YouTube pages <laughs> that said they had the game. <laughs> I'm like, what the hell? Let's go. It says live in two minutes. The game's already started. There's going to be an announcement tomorrow mm-hmm. about a possibility of video. Mm. What the hell is that noise? Some. It's a car out on the road. You can hear that frigging car all the way sound, in here? It, it sounds like a Mustang. Dude, I, you know what I got to do? I got to put, like, we, I, I got to get some, some house insulation mm-hmm. and put it against those windows. Because it's, it's just, it lets too much noise in. I might have some. Yeah? I have to see. Okay, take a look. I will. Take a look. 
I'll see. I'll talk Get to it in. I, I mean, I, I need a good and tight. So that measurement, I, I measured it once. And I, of course. Well, then I can do like rubber roofing over it and then staple it to the wall. So it we're will not going to get that crazy. <laughs> but, uh, you know, that that foam outside, yeah. you, you know, I actually went and looked at it at Lowe's. They got it like an inch thick. Mm. Get some JB Weld zipped that to the wall. Okay. Yeah, I'm what? sure that won't leave a mark when I leave here, right? <laughs> when I was in college. Oh, just buy the building, Jerry. Yeah, I didn't think of that. When I was in college, we used to have parties. And um, a lot of my friends were in, in a band. So we'd have them play or just we had, you know, people play music. DJ, you know, whatever, recorded music already. So we used DJ to... DJ Dave Vollmer. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> so we used to put old mattresses against the wall. And it worked. Oh, sure it does. Yeah. Kiss not, always not, says uh, what they used to do in their rehearsal loft was they used to put egg crates oh, yeah. against the wall, and it would oh, absorb yeah. the sound really yeah. well. The mattresses work great. Now, one party they had, I wasn't there, and it got busted, but that was... For the mattresses? No, because of the little noise. It's... No, because of all the drugs. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. But it, was... it wasn't drugs. <laughs> No, I wasn't there, so I don't know why they... I would assume they got busted because of noise. Ixnay on the Uggs Dray. <laughs> I don't... Drugs and cuts down in the 90s? No. Never. Not not one that I saw. Ever. Ronaldo then says, Penn State will crush for sure. Here's your deal, Tone. Watch that. Listen to us. Don't have the sound up on your TV. No, I was never... I had a lot of friends that were, in, that were wrestlers. I just never was into guys rolling around on the floor together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's not my thing. But uh, now I'm contradicting myself. I used to watch the WWF since I was a kid. I used to, I used to stay up late. My brother and I used to stay up late, and after SNL was on, when SNL was actually pretty good, they would have they would have Saturday night's main event at like one o'clock in the morning. SNL. I I, I know the L is lesbian. What what's the SN? <laughs> Saturday night lesbians, right? <laughs> Saturday Night Live when it was actually oh it wasn't oh when it was good with like you know like Dennis Miller and those guys way back in the day oh when it was good okay Mm -hmm. and even before that it was good now it's just absolutely hard but we used to watch I used to be into wrestling when I was a kid Saturday Night Lesbians Kev was into Saturday Night Lesbians everybody is there anything wrong with that (laughs) no (laughs) of course not are we ready yes I think we're ready Okay, now all I gotta do is find it. And, and I go through this every friggin' week. Let's do this. It's the other one, isn't it? It's the other one. It is. You have, it sure too, many, is. You have too many devices in front of you. I do have too many devices. I have to consolidate this crap. Put them in groups. There it is. <sighs> Give myself a headache. There it is. Welcome to the Exeter Underground, the weekly news and opinion forum for the people of Exeter, about the people of Exeter, and by the people of Exeter, keeping you up to date on the happenings of our town that you just can't find anywhere else. Here are your hosts, Jerry Gelliff and Kevin Foles. Okay, and there we are. Welcome, welcome, everybody, to the Exeter Underground, episode number 47. Hyper local news and analysis for Exeter Township. I'm Jerry Gelliff. He is Kevin Fole. And Tony Ronaldo says that's exactly what I have going on, Jerry. Good boy. He's listening to us and watching wrestling. Good man. Good boy, Tone. 
Yeah. So uh, on a side note, before we get started, I got my water bill. I got my water bill too, and it was way in the frig up. Normally, uh, to the listeners, I take a picture of it. <laughs> and send it to me. I, te- I text a picture of it to Jerry, like from my garage, because I'm literally just walking, get my mail, walk into my garage, and then go upstairs. And so while I'm opening, I throw all the trash in the trash can and everything. And I take a picture of it, but it was three hundred and I think three hundred dollars and sixty-two cents. That is outrageous mm-hmm. for the most plentiful thing on the planet. Yeah, you're paying three hundred dollars a month. Yes, thank you, supervisors. Just that's why I see some posts on like next door about it, and people are like complaining about their water bills, and everybody's ticked off about it. Mm-hmm. Like, what are we doing about it? Like, the water's not any better at all. I don't know if there's anything you can do. No. Because they did, there's no question, the supervisors back, whatever it was, four years ago, absolutely screwed the pooch. Mm-hmm. No, they didn't screw the pooch. They screwed the residents of Exeter. Well, we're all dogs. They think we're dogs. To them, yeah. Yeah. But 300 so on average, it's about $300 a month. So wow, sometimes man. 326 330 or whatever. It's always, like I said before, 7,000, 8,000, or 9,000 gallons. They never, they never give me like, you know, 7,232. No, you're paying for the next thousand. I guess there's, there's right. just no question. Who rounds up a thousand? I know I would round down a thousand. <laughs> right? No, but, I for, but I'm paying three hundred dollars a month for water and sewer. It's nuts. We got a weird thing going on. So for some reason, we get two bills. You still get two bills. Still get two bills. So one's for water, one's for sewer. One is in my name, one's in Connie's name. Are they like right, one is water, one sewer. Okay, yeah, they that happened before too. So when that happened to us, they tried charging us twice, and I called them, and so they exnade the old one, and then put put a new one and put it in my name. No, it has something to do with we, of course, got in here before the changeover to American Water. So did we? And like I, I, I can't remember, I can't remember the reason, but we get two bills. I don't know. I'm just tired of being held up with heels up on us. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> grab grab your ankles, man. Every month. Dak Tick 2023 says, are you sure it's not an estimated amount of water? It, it may be 7,000, 8,000, or 9,000 every month. It's never 7,422. Nope. So, yeah, you're probably right. It is an estimated. But the problem is it's either 7,000, 8,000, or 9,000 every month. They never give me an exact reading. Well, let me speak to you like uh, the kids speak today. Mm. Get they out there to read your meter. Right? And watch them be like, hey, we read it. It's 10,964. Like, Damn it. Jackass. Yeah. Thanks for the advice, guys. <laughs> Thanks, Dactic 2023. No, I would rather, I actually, I would rather pay exactly what it is, but they, I've called them before and they tell there's nothing we can do. <laughs> there's just nothing that we can cut. <laughs> oh, good Lord. There's just, those are going to start soon, too. Yeah, it's coming. <laughs> We're getting ready. I should talk to, I should tell you something off air before. I got to be careful before okay. the next meeting. Yes. <laughs> So listen, we want to. We're going to be talking, of course, about uh, Volmer's magic stupidity Mm. and uh, absolute unwillingness for there to be a fair and reasonable election. It's like there must be a coronation of the two of them. It's like the dumbest tyrant 
in the history of local politics. Got a lot of numbers on it. No, like I've said before, is like like we talked on the phone today. I was like, I wouldn't give if these guys said, "Hey, Kevin, we'll pay you this amount of money to help us and advise us on our campaign," and I don't care whatever amount of money it was, I'd say no. It's because they're they're so horrible. Like every single thing they do every week is like <laughs> they out asshole themselves. We will pay you three hundred and ten dollars a month. I, I would just say, send me what you want to do. No. No. Just keep saying no. Every time. I, I the, What was... I just think Volmer's afraid to run against anybody. Oh, yeah. And here's the thing. People haven't drawn this yet, but they came out together, Bell and Volmer. So this is George Bell doing it, too. That's his running, that's his running mate. 100% that's So George mate. Bell... And Volmer did this. There's not a question. It's the both of them, and for some reason, Volmer's just willing to take the heat. He, you know, he must be buying into that thing where he has a shot and Bell doesn't. So keep him quiet. What do you think of that idea? Is he one of those election deniers? <laughs> uh, no, I think what he is is a common sense denier. Yeah. Well, maybe we got to write things down in crayons for him. <laughs> so, but anyway, uh, before. You know, all that broke out. We weren't going to do a show, and then everything broke open, and here we are. Mm. And so we want to make this a, a full, wide-open thing, as opposed to waiting for the end and taking calls. Let's just take calls whenever. Throughout. Yeah. So let everybody weigh in at any given time. So the number, 610-451-7085. 610-451-7085. Call and weigh in on this. So let's... Let's just talk about it. The yesterday the news broke that Dave Vollmer had filed challenges to the petitions of all the candidates for supervisor a, except he and George. A legal challenge. Right, exactly. So to Jack Piho, Fred Whitehawk, Larry Drogo, and Mike Kennedy. Yep. And Hired lawyers in a whole 27 feet to do this. Two lawyers and a paralegal. And a paralegal showed up at the at the proceedings this morning. I went. Hmm. And so he filed these things and and the and wants to get everybody tossed. And I just you know, dude, I get that people make mistakes and I get that you have to have rules. Mm -hmm. I really do. Yes. But this is not about mistakes and it's not about rules. This is about the two of them excluding all their competition. Or attempting to, yes. But here's the thing. They didn't just they just didn't question one. They questioned all of them. Yes. So you know that it's more about just a couple discrepancies on a petition. Yeah. It's because they're tyrannical and like I've said before, and they're drunk on power and they're drunk on our taxpayer money. Yeah. So here's the real question. Who's paying for this? Is Volmer, Volmer and uh, George Belly Bell, Grouch, uh, Chubby Groucho's campaign is paying for it, correct? Well, I. So the way the law is written is that any individual of the same party may challenge the people. Okay. But to me, since he's running in this election, yep. this has to be a campaign finance issue. I would assume. I do too. So. So he's probably going to try to keep the 
keep it out of there, but I think we need to make an insistence that, no, this is campaign related. Well, you do you think he's dumb enough to pay it out of his own pocket? No, I've got a feeling that we're going to look at Financials. campaign finance yeah. reports and we're going to find some number between three and ten thousand mm-hmm. dollars in contributions from various entities and people connected to those entities yeah. that will amount to whatever he's paying these lawyers and court fees. Yeah, they have there are certain people not in the township or in the township that have great interest in re and Bell and Volmer getting elected. And making sure that our money continues going into their pocket yep. uninterrupted. Yep. That's that's the only that's the only thing I could see exactly why Volmer and Bell did this. Yeah, I mean because dude, the supervisors make about twenty five hundred dollars. Nice. Why would he spend thousands of dollars? Right. To to keep a job that pays twenty five hundred. Ego, maybe. Eh. Eh, how much ego is there to having two idiots on an on a podcast beat the shit out of you? Well, here's the thing: when Volmer runs, and if he loses, let's hope he does. Him and Ted then have something in common that they've never won an election in Exeter. Yes. <laughs> right. Yes. That would be a fact. Somebody else advanced the theory to me too that the way this is going to go is that. Ted dropped out because he knows that he can't win. Right. So by taking everybody out, come election time. It's almost running unopposed. Right. It's almost running unopposed. But then again, the third, like if somebody runs a write-in campaign and gets one vote, they're the third winner. Yeah. So this person's theory about how they would appoint Ted to that seat, it's that seat is not going to be there. Somebody is going to win it. Yeah. Somebody's going to do a, a writing campaign and get at least one vote. We'll see how this shakes out tomorrow with the hearing, what the judge says. Yeah, it should come out. So the hearing this morning went, it was very interesting. The judge was really fair to everybody concerned. And, you know, I kind of heard that, that Judge Lillis was one of the hanging judges, but he did not come off that way. Hmm. And he was interested in making sure that everybody was treated fairly and made sure to listen to everybody, didn't cut anybody off, you know, didn't have that, you know, you see the TV judge who just tells everybody to shut up and it's my way or the highway and <laughs> judge all Judge Judy. Stuff. Right. So he was very fair with everybody and gave everybody a real good shake. And, you know, if I, I, I don't have any idea what he uh, actually is about, so he's more Judge um, Wampner than Judge Judy. I never watched either of those shows. I'm I never watched Judge Judy. I watched, I watched The People's Court a lot. Yeah, I, I, a I'm certainly aware of them, but I've never he's watched. He's a very them. fair man yeah. for a TV judge. For a TV judge. <laughs> so he wasn't like that judge in Perry Mason that used to yell at Perry all the time. I've seen some judges on both sides of the obvious aisle get a little crazy yeah so so this morning uh, the 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 filing that volmer's lawyer jim smith made mm-hmm. contained all these little petty things so it took that he wanted to pick apart right so it took how much time to pick those out 
it had to be, you know, going through all the petitions, yeah. going through all the the statements of financial interest, the candidates affidavit, and looking at them and saying, okay, that looks wrong. Let's yeah. let let's hit that. Like one of the things that they picked was three of the four candidate affidavits. Uh, it asked for your precinct. Right. Okay. Fred Whitehawk got this right to Jim Smith's liking. But apparently nowhere in the instructions does it say you have to put under precinct, precinct Exeter Township 4 or Exeter Township 11. Right. So three of them didn't even answer it because as two of them mentioned, and the judge even mentioned it, this is an at-large seat. It's not for specific... Precinct. precinct, right? Like you're 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 not only for District Eleven. You're not only for District Four, right? So it's an at large. So they ignored it, which is not wrong. No, I don't think it is either. But Jack Pio said, "Well, the instructions don't say anything about putting that in there." It's saying Exeter Township Number Four. Yeah, it says nothing like that. And the judge, I think, the judge agreed with him because you're going to be a supervisor for all of the precincts right. in Exeter Township. Right. Right. So, yeah. That's why I had asked you on the phone. It was just an outdated. Maybe it's too it's too generalized of a of a paperwork. Yeah. Or directions. Too maybe generalized for the hall that they if they're gonna do supervisors per and maybe it needs to break break down per township or borough. But, you know what I mean? Yeah, or or you know, the the instance I gave you, which was the Boyertown School District is broken down into all different districts. Right. So you can run for, you know, District 4. Yeah, there's so many. I mean, there's New Hanover. There's all those where I went. I My father, way back in the day, was New Hanover Township Supervisor. Interesting. Mm, way back in the day. So the, the, the judge listened to everybody. But, but, you know, for some reason, I don't remember who it was said. But like Ted, all the candidates Ted. started leaving at the end. He called a recess and, oh, it was uh, Mike Giappini. He said, where are they going? I, was, I don't know, they're leaving. He said, call him back. He might have a ruling in 10 minutes. And when I went, and I went, didn't Jim Smith say he was going to get him more info? And we came to the conclusion that he probably was. And I asked, then I asked him, I asked Jim Smith that he, that, like, is he gonna? He's not gonna rule in the next ten minutes. He's no, 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 no. Hmm. But hopefully tomorrow. How hard is it to make a ruling like that? Well, he's got to look things up. And again, there's more information that's got to come in. Like we talked about on the phone, I've been like, bam, done, <laughs> yeah. dismissed with bias. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, I, I, it just shows again every week what they're doing. Just more, it, I, they don't want to run. Especially because now that Ted, the worst one's not running, which is Ted, I would say the second one worst one is Bell, and then I would say it's Volmer, and Volmer's pretty bad right up there with him because he's the one that contacted Fred Whit, Whit, uh, Whitehawk to take down a post and then threaten to sue him. If, and they were well, we're discussing suing people that uh, that shared it on on Facebook, and that's the same guy that told. <laughs> Dave Hughes that he's not allowed to have an opinion. No, you're not allowed to have an opinion. Hap- uh, hence the Captain America. Why have to be so damn negative? Right? 
Why do you have to be so negative, you asshole? Why do you have to be so damn negative all the That's time? That's why I love those people. I just... <sighs> why are you no, being th- negative? Why? Because I don't want to agree with you. That's why you think I'm being negative. What they show us week in and week out is what they are capable of. Yes, and can you... Like I said, you on the phone today. Imagine if they... If they win. Like... Oh, God, will they be emboldened? Right, emboldened, but we don't have to imagine because we've already seen how they've been when they've been selected. Exactly. They've been tyrannical. They've lied. They're holding information. They're spending like drunken sailors. Yes, they are. You know what I mean? So it's not like we have to wait to see what they're going to do when they get elected. We've seen what they've done when they were selected. That's is anyone happy with that? Oh well, you at least we're getting something from RHM, and like I said several months ago, we're getting something. Like I said a long time ago, I said months ago, it's like the government uh, promising not to to cut your leg or not to uh, cut your arms and legs off, and then you're happy they just cut your arms off. Yeah, like just because you're getting something doesn't mean that it's a a good or a great deal or that it should be going on at all. Some of the people that I see come, well, at least we're getting something. What a defeatist attitude. That's like that you should win first place and then you place fourth. You're like, well, at least I placed fourth. Okay, so at least let's examine at least we're getting something. So you are getting something. But if you get $2,500 a month, Hmm. but it costs you $5,000, are you really getting something? Yeah, you're getting screwed. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> yes. I mean, seriously, you're losing twenty five hundred. Yeah. If this operation wasn't happening, we wouldn't be losing that twenty five hundred. No. And we would still have all the same bills. And how much money? And this is the thing: how much money has the ta- township thrown in on it? They still haven't told us that completely. Although mm-hmm. I got that right to no request back. Oh, you did. And it, of course, revealed nothing yeah. because it was incomplete. And it even admits in the middle of the report, oh, well, there was police present, and that's not put in there. Yeah. And, and there was something else that, that was not put in there. So if those two things aren't in there, what the hell else isn't in there? Yep. Do I have to interpret how much it cost? The same way I had to interpret how much the lawsuit cost, because you won't effing tell me anything. And this is the part, too, of their tyranny, is that they're just okay with not giving information. Yeah, they think that it's a badge of honor. <laughs> I mean, that is truly piece of shit territory, is it not? Uh, I texted someone who uh, said no show last night, and I explained why. And then I said, but, you know, we're going to do a sh-. I texted him later in the day and after I talked to you and that we're going to have a show. And he was like, he was like, oh, why? What, what, what happened? And I told him, you know, they just texted me a picture back of a clown. A clown? It's, yeah, it's a clown show. They're clowns, and they're little scary clowns too, because they're tyrannical, and they're using our—they're using our tax money to be tyrants. Those are the worst ones. So you're literally getting beat with a—you got beat, Jerry, with the stick that you paid for. Yes. Think about that. And that they dipped in feces before they hit you with it, <laughs> right? And then guess what? We're gonna pay you for the damages, or we're gonna sue you for the damages that we caused. You broke my stick. Right? <laughs> this stick that I beat you with you that bro- was covered in poop, yeah. that opened lacerations and put germs in your body. And we broke it over your head. Now you have to pay to replace it. Yes. You <laughs> broke my stick. 
That's their philosophy. That's their entire governing philosophy. And then any information on that that video can't do it. We can't. Yeah. We can't give it to you. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just it's amazing to me, and this is like this person that's texting me is like he's just I guess just utterly sick with the crew that's that's running the show in Exeter. There's a lot of that going around. As as people should be. Whether you're wasting money, they want to talk about money. Oh, we're bringing this money. You just wasted so much money to sue Jerry. Yeah, And then you tried to sue him for the cost of it. And then you eh, realized that wasn't going to go. Yep. And then, and then you spent $18,000 for a bullshit report investigation on Dave Hughes. And Ted was telling people that he sexually harassed a woman. And lied about that and every single thing during the meeting where they're like, Dave Hughes is so negative and he's asking questions. Listen, you might not like the way Dave Hughes asked the question. Sometimes I don't like it either. But the guy has the right to ask the questions and get the information for the people that voted for him That's and right. all of tax and all of the taxpayers in Exeter. Correct. But these people are the one I mean, who was it that sat up there and said chair and negativity and all that crap? That was Ted. Who's the one that called Dave Hughes? Well, we, we're going to get into that. We're you know getting what I mean? there. But this is the thing. They're so negative towards it that they've made Dave Hughes look good. And in, a lot of people don't like Dave Hughes. They don't like the way he, he conducts himself. Okay, I get it. Fair's fair. But a lot of people don't like the way that that um, Ted Gardell and George Bell and Dave Vollmer have conducted themselves. And it's going to show in the election. I really believe that. Dude, do not forget. Michelle Kircher has a part in this, too. Yes, she does. Okay, let's let's not keep leaving her out. Nope. Well, I only do that because she's not running, but she's in. That's what I said when she was. She's on next door chiming in. <laughs> it's unreal. Which, which is stupid. Like all of them, I've even told Dave Hughes, dude, stay off. What have I said on here on the show? Stay quiet on it. Just don't reply to people. No, that's my advice to all of them. Any politician that's running in local elections, don't reply to insults or anything post it and walk away post yeah. what you want to post walk away turn off notifications right michelle's in there and next door into what what worthless projects and then everybody starts listening to projects the worthless projects and then, <laughs> and then and, or, or spending bad money and i'm like oh my god where didn't you vote illegally to sue jerry she didn't she a worthless didn't, project she didn't right she didn't reply back i wonder why People don't like the truth, Kev. No, and it, that's that. I just saw. I was on Twitter the other night, and there's this girl Mary that does this offshoot of Timcast IRL. Is she quite contrary? Uh, probably. She's probably a little hairy too. <laughs> but she was talking about how, like, to question things, it's negative energy. And I said I had been dealing with this for 20 years where people would say what I was saying. I'm just stating facts, stating what's actually going on because the media is, the media didn't just start lying underneath Trump. You know what I mean? The media has been lying for a very long time. hundred years, more. Right? And, and at first, it's, it's not negative vibe. It's negative energy. And why are you attacking me? It's the same thing. I've had so many conversations with people where I'm correcting them. And it's like, why? Well, you think you're the smartest guy in the world. Well, you're the one who said, you know, you don't even understand what militia means or you don't even understand what regulate means or what it meant back when the Constitution was written. You don't even understand that Obama was a a major war hawk and bombed more countries than George 
bullish. You know what I mean? Well, why are you? That you, why are you attacking? I'm not attacking you. I just don't agree with your point. I'm and just then they get the truth. Then they give the stupid thing that I can't stand. Well, we'll have to agree to disagree. No, no. Two plus two is four. We're not going to agree to disagree on something like that. Facts are facts. It might not go what you feel or what you like, but facts are facts. And I'm not going to agree to disagree with anybody that is going to ignore facts. And this board, the supervisors board. Are tyrants. They don't. They no. You all these people that are on the Ted Gardell and the George Bell and the Volmer uh, fan club. All, all four, seven of them. Right. All four of them. They can ignore the way they've acted, but the rest of the Exeter residents have not and will not because we're going to drive it home this entire year. Because what they've done is waste our money and try. It, it's ridiculous what they've done. Suing you and. You know, we don't threat- need to list them a hundred times. But again, threatening like Ted. Did people forget that Ted threatened Fred Whitehawk with legal proceedings because of a meeting? It was during. Don't people watch this stuff? It's like you get hit fa- hit in the face with a two by four, and you're you're time. Well, you probably didn't see that movie either. Not so much here or here, but right in here. <laughs> Do you remember when he got hit in the face with a two by four and he asked Billy Madison, is like, is there a mark on my face? I've never seen all of Billy oh Madison. Oh my God. Though. You have to. I've seen that one. Chris Farr is like, is there a mark on my face? And Billy Madison is like, no, Chris Farr is like, it hurts, but like, not so much here or here. And there's this huge red mark across his face where he got hit in the face with a two by four. These people are getting hit in the face with a two by four and they just don't know. They're loving it. I guess, man. It's it's almost like beating a dead horse, and we're going to continue to run this. And now I start feel like that moron Sean Hannity, what he repeated uh, all that stuff when uh, when Trump was running for president. I, I can't stand Sean Hannity, but so also in this uh, this entire th- these challenges that mm. Volmer filed was once again the attempt to recover lawyer and court costs. How about that? Where did he get that idea from? I don't know. Hmm. I don't know where he got it, but once again. So this morning in the courtroom, uh, the first one to address it was Jack Piho. Mm-hmm. And like he, he explained each of whatever the objections were to the judge, each of the other side's objections and why whatever it was happened. And then he said, but, you, you know, I've got one thing, and it's he wants us to pay lawyer and court costs. <laughs> and even the judge went, where do you get that? Yeah. Like, where does that come from? Where did you get this idea? And Volmer steps up and says, well, Judge, Chadwick Schnee uh, thought it was a good idea to go after Jerry for the cost of the court costs for the township on that one. Right up until uh, he realized that he could get disbarred for doing it. <laughs> so, so they, the, the the lawyer Jim Smith goes, "Oh, Your Honor, there's there's precedent for it." He goes, "Well, you're gonna have to show it to me." And he starts rifling through his papers, and he goes, "Oh, here it is, here it is." And he starts reading, you know, this th- this section of of such and such a law, twenty seven thirty nine. It says, and he starts reading it, and as he's reading it, he's going slower and slower in his reading because he's going, "Oh, I effed this up," you know. I know it. I know that's what it was going in his head, and he leans down to Volmer, and he and and he clearly says, "Okay, we got to drop this. We got to drop that. I I read something wrong." <laughs> And he comes back up and he goes, Your Honor, uh, to, you know, to to move everything along, my client has agreed to drop that. 
And the judge goes, okay. <laughs> Is this your first case, son? That's not his first case either. Everybody in the room is dumber for having heard it. <laughs> right. That was Billy Madison. Yeah, that's the part I've seen. Of course. So it's, you know, it, it was a lot of stuff like that, you know, that the judge actually did come at him and go, where do you get that? Come like, on. Be like, bro, you're making stuff up now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there was two or three times when he said, I'm going to need to see proof of that. Foreigners, but like I'm wearing a but I'm wearing a grunt style T-shirt. I got a grunt style. Uh, and I I'm, would tell you, but there's a lot of numbers. I'm not bashing grunt style T-shirts. I love them because they do fit great, and they you can they have a lifetime warranty. You can throw them back and everything. But dude, I I just I just don't. You know what would probably? Can you imagine a conversation? Because you know Bell knew about this. Oh, hundred percent. Can you imagine the conversation? Because I think George Bell is a hell of a lot smarter than Volmer. Can you imagine a conversation between the two of them? And Bell is like totally manipulating Volmer to do it. Be like, yeah, hey, we got this one. All you got to do is uh, get them all out, and then we're going to win easily. Dude, it's easy. I talk to Chad. <laughs> Chad told me. Yeah, right? That this is an easy one. You know what else? You do it. Yes. And we'll get them to pay for it. It's like <laughs> Trump with the wall in Mexico. Right, and then I'm not going to put my name on anything of it. You do it, and you're going to be a superstar. Okay, wait, wait. Can I wear my grunt style t shirt? <laughs> yes, you can wear it. You sure, can wear buddy. it really. Sure. Really. Can I can I tell the judge he can't have an opinion? <laughs> and why don't you get a pack of crayons and roll it up in your sleeve like they did cigarettes back in the day? <laughs> like Fonzie. Yeah. Hey. Hey, look at my crayola. I, I do I bet I bet. George Bell and Volmer did have a conversation about this, and George Bell totally manipulated <laughs> Volmer and his little mind to, to go over this. Yeah, George, we should do this. No, not that you should. I'm really busy right no, now. I, I, I can do it. And Volmer's like, no, no, I'll save it. I'm Captain Numbers. No, it went the opposite way. <laughs> so, Dave, here's what I'm going to do, okay? And I'm going to get them to pay for it. <laughs> right. But can I get in on the action? No, no, no. This is all about me. No, George, I want to do it. it sounds like a lot of numbers. <laughs> I Could just... you send me an email about that? <laughs> and then George manipulates him yep. into doing it. Okay, you do it. You got it. All right. You're you're All right. probably more you're more professional than I and starts boosting his ego. You look better in a tie than I do. <laughs> Those hair plugs. Does he have hair plugs? He has hair plugs, yes. I don't know. Used to be bald, and all of a sudden he's got you know sprouts of hair. Oh, does he? It's got to be hair plugs. He got to be. <laughs> I haven't. I've. I think I've only seen him a few times. And nor well, as tall as I am, I pretty much. And he's not that tall, so I should have. Maybe I just never got that close to him. But you know, I mean, I. So we're out in the hallway talking after the thing with the candidates, and Volmer comes out and he's talking to somebody, and he comes over to me and he goes, "Hi, Jerry," and shook my hand. I went, "Hi, Dave." I mean, I'm not going to be ignorant, right? I don't want to effing talk to him. I don't want to talk to him. I wouldn't have shaken his hand. Yeah, well, you know what? Then I'm Ted. No, you're not. Then I'm Ted. Because Ted, because you didn't try to sue Ted. 
This is the part. I said this to you on the phone. That was before suing. Right. I, it was. I was at the at the Redding Country Club. Yeah. I remember that. I was only maybe about eight feet from you when that happened. That was at the first Redding Country Club yep. thing that cost us a bunch of money. The opening. Yeah. No, like I said to you on the phone, and I want to say this to the listeners, and I'll say it again. I had this conversation with Jerry at least, what, once or twice a week? <laughs> Sometimes. That Jerry is so much nicer than I am in giving people the benefit of the doubt. So, so much. And I think I'm pretty, what, I'm like three for three on this now, where maybe if it goes to four and four, you'll start listening to me a little bit closer. Jerry's so nice, and he gives people the benefit of the doubt and won't, he doesn't want to stoop to people's level, where I am so fine with stooping below those people and just cutting them <laughs> off at the knees. I don't care. Like, because I don't want to, I don't, like, the people like that, I don't want to have anything to do with them. I don't want them to come up and talk to me. I don't want them to come up and try to shake my hand. I want them to walk past me and not look me at the eye because I'm staring. I'm literally Superman staring lasers right into their the side of their their profile on the side of their face. And I can that's I'm with people try to do that thing, man, suing you and voted to sue. Oh, dude, um, you didn't. I'm not burning the bridge. You did. Oh, that's the truth. That that is the truth. I agree. But I'm just. You know, I am stuck on that whole thing. How Ted's not going to shake my hand, so I'm not. I'm not. That literally did go through my head. <laughs> I'm, you're just too nice. Everyone thinks you're so mean. I'm like, he's not. I he's- am mean. I'm a great big meanie. I want children to die in a whole twenty-seven feet. But the, I've had multiple conversations with people in administration at the school and everything, and they absolutely love you. And, they and should. That, right? But I was like, that's what I said. I said to one of them, he's going to remain nameless. And I said, you know what? Between Jerry and myself, we do more for the kids at the school than half the people that complain, probably all the people that complain about us. Mm-hmm. And he said, you're probably right. And that's it. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not the nicest person. I am nice, but I, I, I'll bend over backwards for my friends and my family. But people like that, if you threaten to sue me, I'm like. And then actually do it? Right. It's I mean, one thing to threaten. I've been I've been threatened to sue by a family member. I'm not going to name names, but I'm just saying, you 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 do that to me, dude. I'm not. I'm okay with burning bridges. I really don't don't yeah. really care, especially someone like that. You know what I mean? Life is very very short, and I've learned not to give people the energy that aren't worth it. You don't need to take up the time of your life no with other people kev can you stop that sorry i apologize so unprofessional and disgusting no but like volmer and ted and george bell and those guys the way they've treated you i have nothing but sustain for that i i I, if i saw them broken down on the road i would not even give them a ride i would actually try to drive towards a puddle to throw water in their face if i saw them broken down on the road i would stop okay Walk over to him, pick my nose, no. flick the boogie at him, and then leave. No, this is what I. What do you do. think? I'd roll down the window and be like, "Yeah, come on, get in, get your stuff, and get in." As they go back to get their stuff, I drive away. <laughs> no, I did. People look, like, "Oh, that's not very nice." Listen, when someone poo poos on one of my friends, I, it's the equal thing. It's like the best we can do. I was really good friends with a dude, and I'm the godson. My wife and I are godsons of his second son, right? Okay. And he and his wife were having problems and everything. We all of us four of us and our kids used to go on family vacations and everything man and um he came home one day and she just she left him i did i like instantaneously delete off of facebook delete off of friends you know wherever and everything like that like the, once you screw over one of my friends i'm 
I'm that loyal when it comes to my friends and my family. Like, you just yeah. know, you know what I mean? And those people can go, well, we can't say the scratch. Effort, but, you know, mm. go scratch. You can go duck off. Yeah, there you go. That's good. It's uh, good. Quack, quack. Tony Ronaldo's asking, slightly off topic, what mm. is the upcoming status of the Board of Auditors? Are there any seats up for election? How will it play out if Fred gets a seat on the Board of Supervisors and then the status of the MIA third member? None of those things do I know anything about. No, but then Fred could threaten to sue himself. He could for a meeting. <laughs> for a meeting. And ask, see, the bad part is he's got to change chairs constantly. Right. Well, you have a conversation. Hey, I'm going to sue you. And then you have to run over to the chair and be like, yeah. for what? And then you run back over to it. For that meeting that wasn't that wasn't published in the paper, and then you run back over and be like, that's ridiculous. It was. You can't sue me. And then run back to the other chair. Oh, yes, I can. Chad, sue him. See, and then run back to the other chair. F you, buddy. Double tall man. I do hope that when Volmer and Bell lose, that the new board replaces Chadwick Schnee. I honestly, I think what he's done has been so unprofessional with the comments against Dave Hughes, whatever. I get it that they don't like each other. And I really don't care. But you showing your your political bias against Hughes or or your personal bias against Hughes during meetings and arguing with him is so unprofessional. I mm-hmm. honestly think that a complaint should be placed. Can you place a complaint about a lawyer? You can, because that's utterly ridiculous. It's something about the the state supreme court, something or other, or bar association, or something yeah, like that. yeah, something like, like dude, like what are you doing? Like again. Less is more. Just shut up. Like you, you have injected yourself into every single thing in this township, even the arguments between. And so it looks like you all are bullying a bully now. That's why Dave Hughes isn't the bully now. All of you are. It's Betsy. It's Michelle. It's Volmer. It's Ted. It's George. All of them. Oh, we got other bullies in in mm. Exeter too. Yeah, I heard. So there's enough of that. And and there's your your transition, hmm. segue. segue. Okay, so elsewhere in the election, we lost two of the school board candidates. Yep. Yesterday, Mary McSurdy and Corey Stever dropped out. Mary the young lady, right? Yes. Okay. The 27-year-old. Yes. She... Th- those two dropped out of the election, mm-hmm. Corey citing personal reasons and Mary saying personal and health reasons. I really wish you would stop belching, Kev. Okay, I apologize. And Mary citing health and personal reasons. But, you know, over the weekend, I, I-, I said to her on, you know, in, in a social media comment, yeah, I-, I wouldn't blame you. Because those two lunatics that attacked you over the weekend online for, like, no reason. See, that's the stuff that I miss now. Well, I don't miss it because I don't like to see other people get attacked and stuff like that. But I, I, I'm, since I'm not on Facebook, I didn't really see it. I did some, see some comments, so I can, like I've said before, to reiterate, I can go to the Facebook pages just by Googling them of the informant and the examiner, and I can read some comments by people, and I'm just like... Yeah. And this is the whole reason why people look, well, why didn't you run, Kevin? All of this is why. 
like I have some business owners in Exeter that I've known for a while and some friends that I know and some neighbors and they're like, Dave, why didn't you run for supervisor or why didn't you run for this? And I'm I like, deal with this shit? that's like, I need any more of that. I don't want to deal with that. I don't want to deal with it. I don't want to deal with the, 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 the parents, the taxpayers or any of those questions. And I think what's coming is it's just going to get worse. And I just don't want to deal with the attacks of all these. I, dude, 25 years is enough for me, man. I just, like I said, I've, everybody knows I've had my house, my address posted online. I don't. I was getting docs before it was even a doc, before doxing was doxing. No, thank you. I don't want anything Go to do. Go dox with yourself, it. dude. You wonder why I'm a recluse and I stay in my house. I thought it's because you wanted to grow your hair and a beard, <laughs> and 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 spin drawing to gold. That could be profitable. <laughs> <laughs> Start mining in my backyard. Just grab some straw and make it into gold. Right? Change your I can't, change but, your name to Kevin Stiltskin. But it kind of goes like the same thing as like all this this the politics even at the local level is so cancerous that it stops really good people from running. So on that on, on in that vein, you know, like we're sitting there talking before the um, before the proceedings mm-hmm. at, in, in the courtroom, and it's me in the middle, Mike Japina on my right, Dave Hughes on my left. Oh, Dave Hughes was there too. Yeah, we, we had a nice conversation too. So the feud may be over. Between you two? Did you the kiss? The feud may be over. Did you kiss and make up? I didn't kiss him, but you know. There's always time. I gave him a pat on the fanny as he left. <laughs> no. Um, it. He said this morning. You know, with, with just after the thing started, he leaned over and whispered to me. He said, "This is why nobody wants to run in yep. these elections. It's this shit." Yep. And it's he's the same. Right. It's the same thing at the federal election or state level elections. You look what's. The, I don't want to put my family through that. Well, dude, at least if you're running for Congress, there's a hundred and eighty grand a year and whatever you can steal. Right, but that's at uh, least for that. When you, I mean, at the low level, what are you really going to steal? No, but but still, it's the whole thing. This is the reason why, like I said, when in 2016. So wait a minute. <laughs> what do we have now? We have what 370 million people in the United States. 360. 368. 360. Oh, sorry. Ridiculous. Sorry. Well, Biden's letting in what 2.4 million or four million in the last two and a half years or whatever it was. Either way, with that many citizens in the United States, the best we had was Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump. That's the the best thinker, the best a- academic constitutional person, the most loyal, the most integ- the person with the most integrity. That's the two that won. Because you look at the field, even the people that were running underneath them, I don't think they're necessarily the only person I ever thought that was really that would be worthy of being president was Ron Paul. Well, but Rand was running that year. Right, but I, I honestly, I, I actually think, switched to Republican so I could vote for him in the primary. I voted for him in the primary too. I and ju- then he dropped out after Trump made him look like a girl on the stage because he mm. just doesn't know how to. I think he's a great senator. I don't necessarily know if Rand Paul has what it takes to be a president. I don't think he has balls big enough. It's really bad hair too. No. That's not really part of my equation when I figure out a president. But I, I, that's just my stupidity. Of course. If somebody doesn't know how to put themselves together. You, you think Trump knows how to put himself together? 
No, but he pays people to do it. He looks all right. He looked all right. He's a big, burly dude, man. Yeah. Big, burly, strapping dude who never hit anybody for any reason. Always <laughs> had other people to hit for him. Well, and you got the money, you can do that. I, I just, this is the best that we have to offer. Our yeah, and it's sad. And and Hughes made that point this morning, and I was like, damn, he's right. Mm-hmm. This is exactly why people don't want to run. Right. It's this crap. It is. It's totally this crap. It's the stuff that Mary McSurdy had to go through online from the from the dude and his wife. Yeah, okay, so let's get into that, because that's where we started. Okay. So Mary had a conversation with Vinnie Biancone, and like apparently at the township building at the last supervisor's meeting, and or one of the last, the last couple. And like he started asking her questions and she like waved at him like this is not the time and place. And he took it like your concerns are not warranted. I don't even want to talk to you. So he gets on her campaign page and starts giving her crap. Hmm. So, of course, who's got a ride to the rescue? Me. Right. Why is he picking on a young lady? Yeah. Why is he picking on a woman? Yeah. Which I've seen him do before. Right. And so then his wife jumped in, apparently. Of course. And then Mallory Hoffman from the library jumped in. Mm. And so I had to put it to her. Yeah. Hey, Mallory, you know, maybe we should just, you know, give pornography to kids. What do you say? Let's just put pornography oh, on the shelves. Oh, uh, was she having anything yeah, to say I, I, Oh, she, she was right out of that conversation. Yeah, real quick. Being yeah. that you do have child pornography in your library, so sit yes. down and shut the... F- yes. Lady. Yeah. Because they, guess what? I've been having to do some training lately. What did I send you a picture of? That is illegal. That book yep. is illegal. Yep. And that library and that woman should be, should be arrested. All these libraries that have this, the library director and the person that put that in there should be arrested. That is child pornography. Okay? Make That's the against case. the law. If that was in the school library, the librarian would be arrested. Dude, go to the police. Make that case. It's not, I mean, the community library is one thing. I don't know if that's, I know the school library is different. Yeah. Because right now, that's against, if that was in the school library, that's against the law. Yep. The community library, I don't know if that's against the law. It should be being that they're making available for children. Right? That's against the law. Read it. Read the law when it comes to that stuff. It can be it can be written word, it can be pictures, any of it. Yep. And what we read from that Flamer book that is in the Exeter Community Library is child pornography and is disgusting and does not belong in our community. You want to get your kid that book? We're not banning books because you still can get it on Amazon. You still can buy it for your kid. Just because it's not available at one place doesn't mean it's being banned. God, these it's so sickening and people defend it. I saw the one comment. The woman was like, well, I love the library. My kids love the library. What the hell does that have to do with it? That, then here's the, here's the idea. Your kids love the library. Go check that book out and read it to them. Yeah, go read and your And talk kid. about drinking jizz. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's that simple. Yep. Hmm. I, I just, dude, I, 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 this is why I want to be on the top of a mountain in West Virginia, dude. All, all this, all of it. Okay, between, John Denver. Between. Rocky Mountain High, baby. <laughs> no, all this stuff, like the, what what Volmer's doing, what the community library's doing, and the, the the book and everything, and then not taking the Tuttle Twin books from you. 
It's a crazy <clears throat> world. Dude, that's why I don't... I was just talking to someone else yesterday. I just don't want any part of it anymore. Yeah. Like, these people are crazy. And you wonder why people are like, oh, Kevin, why didn't you run? Are you paying attention? Why? Who would... Who would I give these people credit for wanting to. Oh, there's no question. And, and you know, I think I, I, I just said that to... Uh, to Jack Pio because they posted a little thing on the examiner about how, uh, you know, how everything went today. And he said, well, thanks for showing up to, to, you know, report it. And I said, the great thing about this, Jack is look at the experience you had today. However, it turns out doesn't matter. Mm. Look at the experience more than 99% of the population of this country will never experience that. It's true. It's a great experience. And it all comes from the fact that you and three other people had the balls to subject yourselves to an election. Mm-hmm. And you, we really should tip our hat to them. Yeah, I give them credit because I wouldn't. I don't want any part of it. I don't. It takes guts to do this in the face of this kind of crap. And it's I can imagine it's gotten the last time Jack was on the supervisor's board that things have gotten a lot more cancerous. Jack was just on last year in 21. Mm-hmm. He's, I told you, he's the one that helped me when I called about the right. thing with Charlie Diamond. It got worse in two years. Yeah, it got I mean, worse in two years like, with the advent of Ted, George, Dave Vollmer. Mm-hmm. And I don't. I didn't really pay attention to watch supervisors' meetings before. Did they have supervisors that would like do a whole supposedly religious diatribe about how they're so great, and that another supervisor sits in a chair of negativity? No. And you know what? Somebody <laughs> said to me recently that like like whatever else happens, the board of supervisors used to be a thing. Where as much crap as anybody wanted to give anybody, they never did. Mm-hmm. They just they they stated their piece, and that was the end of it. It's mm-hmm. now no longer like that. No, it's, it's attack, 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 beat up, beat up, beat up, mm-hmm. slash, burn the whole twenty-seven feet. That's what it is. It it's freak. It, it, uh, why can't I ever remember the name of this book? It's an MSNBC roundtable. Yeah, no, it's 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 <laughs> it, it, it's what's the book about the kids who were stuck on the island? And it's survival of the fittest and all that. What is that oh book? God, I, can't, I've, I've, uh, I can never the front remember. Of, the it. front of it is a on the front of the book is a pig. Yeah, I think. Somebody in the chat tell me what's the name of this goddamn book? I can't remember now. It's making me fly, crazy. Fly Island, something Island, fly, fly something fly. It's on the tip of my tongue. My wife would know. It's one of her favorite books. I tried to read it in high school. Kept falling asleep on page 64. What is it? Island Fly something? Someone's going to... Lord of the Flies. That's it. That's it. See? Yeah. Fly Island. Close, dude. Fantasy Island. (laughs) They need the plane, boss. The plane. Debbie does Dallas. Something like that. Ricardo (laughs) Montalban. So, yeah, Lord of the Flies. It's like that. It's... It's like a survivor. You better be fit and trim because they're throwing the fat kid off the cliff. <laughs> no question. <laughs> no question. But I, that's I, I just like. Why would it, I? I give them credit. All of them that are running, even Mary for trying. Yeah. Well, sure. Like I mean, if you if if you're a nice young lady and you're getting disparaged online and you're not used to it, I mean, I've had I've had. I've been called every name in the book in the last 25 years. Every name in the book. 
Dude, seriously, you've worked your way through life. You busted your ass. You're retired now. Do you need that shit no. from some asshole and his wife? No. And the head librarian that puts pornography into the hands of children? Right. Do you need that crap from people? I uh, was talking to a woman today. Her and her husband specifically moved out of Exeter because of all this stuff. I'm not Amazing. Kidding. The taxes went up and dealing with all the government and everything. She literally told me we moved out last year because of all this stuff. <laughs> like the township has just been so bad with everything yeah. between the water bills and everything. They just got out and they moved west. Time to go. Mm-hmm. I get it. Jack Piho in the chat. Oh, Jack's a listener. Thanks, Jerry and Kev, for comments. I did appreciate you coming today. Yes, I'm in for the duration. No matter what happens, it's a great experience and have met some wonderful people here in Exeter. Good for him. Yeah. But so, I don't have anything bad to say about you, Jack, because you helped me out the one time. I doubt you remember. But um, let's just, if you get on there, make sure we do the correct changes that we need to do and get the hell rid of Chadwick Schnee just on pre- on the precedent that he said as it is. It's just horrible. Like, dude, it, it, I think all of them got to go. All of them. Got to burn it to the ground. Well, that's what I wanted to do in 2016 when I voted for Trump. <laughs> Burn this bitch to the ground. Okay, so next thing. All right, so there was a supervisor meeting on Monday. Oh, was there? Was it like a meme or a mime one? It was Where, a silent movie. Did they? Charlie did, Chaplin was the star. I went of the to go watch. Meeting. I saw some comments of people that there was no audio, and I was like, "What? Uh, yeah, I know. I'm off this week, so I didn't work this week, so I would listen to it. And I didn't get a chance. There was just video, no audio. They couldn't get it solved. Whatever the problem was, and was they're so the far was. away that you can't read lips. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> but I did get confirmation from three different people. Mm-hmm. Three different people who told me. Yep. That right out loud, and Jack Piehope is one of them, by the way. One of the three. Mm-hmm. Dave Vollmer called. Dave used an asshole. I actually uh, spoke to some people too, and they can back that up. They were at the meeting as well. Didn't they just pass a, a an ordinance? It, it, a resolution or something like that? Was it, it was an ordinance? An ordinance. Yeah, it was okay. an actual ordinance. That you can't speak illy of another supervisor during a meeting? No, you can't. And no, then you can't. But Volmer can? Volmer can, because hmm. he's special, because if you don't let him, he'll sue you. Oh, yeah, that's what, it, or remove you from an election, and it's so funny again that they say Dave Hughes is doing one thing, and then they do it themselves, or yep. they're going to do a censure against Dave Hughes for doing things, and then they do it themselves. They're going to yes. pass an ordinance that they think that's going to hurt Dave Hughes, and then they do they break their own ordinance. They say in the resolution that Dave Hughes worked outside of the bounds of the authority and without the authority. Of the supervisors. Then Ted Gardella goes and negotiates a deal with RHM to take over the golf course and the entire operations of the Reading Country Club without authorization from the supervisors. But that's fine and dandy. Also, with no experience in doing so, which I've made this, I keep pushing this when I comment on things. They all talk about what experience that Dave Hughes has. Right. Okay. Let's talk about the experience of the other four knuckleheads and Ted and George and Volmer if, or Michelle. If any four of them, who had the most negotiating with RHM on the deal? I would assume it was Ted, right? 
Yeah. Okay. Ted, what experience has he had ever negotiating a deal in a municipality? Not a municipality, but I would imagine as a superintendent, he may have negotiated deals with teachers unions. Okay, teachers unions. I mean, let's be fair. But never a corporation like RHM. No, and RHM is not that big a company. But as as taking over something as like the Red yeah, Country. Yeah, 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 yeah. No experience in doing that. And yep. if he did have experience, I would question that experience because look at the result. Well, let's also remember <laughs> that Ted went into those negotiation, negotiations with the talking point of... Please, room please rental, help, me da- help me, Daddy. Room rental of $1,500 hmm. and some percentage of the take. That was what he was supposed to go in with. He came out with 25%. And 15 if alcohol is not served. That's what he came out with. And it is now costing us an arm and two legs. Yeah. Good job. Well done, you bald asshole. That's Well, I wouldn't say that. Uh, how long was he a superintendent? Not long before he got fired. See, I don't think he was negotiating anything. <laughs> yeah. I, like, I, I, that's why I said might. He might have. I don't even know. Yeah. It was only a couple months, wasn't it? Like but I'm months? certainly that he negotiated uh, the end of a kickball game. Oh. Yes, as a math oh. teacher. Oh. So that, that's experience, right? Hmm. Guys, I need you to come in. No, we want to play. Guys, I need you to come in. And he negotiated that. That's totally worth you know the experience that you would have and the need of experience to present the negotiation. It would so, set that up, right? Craig Poole was like, all right. We did this before. When he was like, yeah, we we'll give you 85. No, no, you're going to give me, you're going to you're gonna take 95, and you're going to like it. <laughs> I'm, I only want 85. No, 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 no. You're getting 95. And wait, a, wait a minute. Last, wait a minute. This is the best I can do is give you 95. <laughs> I only want 85. That's it. We're not doing a deal unless you take 95. Okay. And then he negotiates with Larry Pierce all the same way. Larry wants three trucks. He insists on four. Right. (laughs) Police chief wants to add one copy because you're taking three and liking it. And we're going to bitch. We're going to give them the uh, what's what did Obama call the insurance policies for the health care? Cadillacs. Cadillac health plan. Yes. Yep. Yeah. I, I, man, I, I, these people are just despicable. So, assholes permitted in that meeting now, so you know. That's good to know. It is. They should turn the comments back on that, too. On the meetings. Oh, on the, the YouTube. YouTube. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think they ever were. No, but they should turn them on. Why yeah. not? Yeah. I think I saw a court case once where they had to have that. Eh. School board too. Yeah. Well, dig that up. Think it well, there's a lot of things disappear on the internet these days. So one of the other things that 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 happened in the in the supervisors meeting that, that really got my interest up. I didn't hear a damn thing. Well, I only know it from being there? No, I wasn't there. Oh, then how do you know about it? How do I know about it? Uh, read about it on the informant. Oh, okay. Good job. Okay. Good job, Mike. Yeah, Mike did do a good job. Did a great job. <coughs> so Thanks. this guy from the Center for Excellence. Oh, okay, this one in yeah. in, in local government. Mm-hmm. Okay, Paul Jansen mm-hmm. came 
and declined the opportunity to do a five-year plan for Exeter. Thank you. Yeah. Because two weeks previous, he didn't get a unanimous vote from the Board of Supervisors. Oh. If we can't have a unanimous vote, we don't want to work with you. So, you know, though there was no sound in the meeting, hmm. this is what I pictured, you know, this is what I pictured Paul sounding like. Hmm. Anytime now. This is what I pictured Paul sounding like. <laughs> it was clearly just a political ploy to hurt Dave Or attempt to hurt Oh my gosh, you won't do it now. Dave Hughes stopped you from stopped us from getting this great thing that Betsy should be doing anyway. Yeah. So Jansen comes in and he's whining his ass off. Like, since when do you, Kev, have you ever hired somebody? Yes. And then said, okay, I want you to come and do work for me. Now, I want you to tell me the way it's going to go. Right. That's how it's going to be. I fired people for not listening to me. This is the same stupid a-hole negotiating tactic of, you know, the chief wanting one cop and insisting he take three. Right. RHM wanting 85% and demanding 95%. It's the same stupid negotiating tactic. It's no wonder that our supervisors don't know how to negotiate. They listen to this guy. Yeah. And this is the part, too, is that they, that this is something that Betsy should do. I agree. And so, you know, when I heard all this going on, be quiet, Paul. Shh. God. Shh. <laughs> so when when I heard about it, I was I, I started thinking back, and I went, you know, when I was on the school board, mm-hmm. Ann Geidish was the the business manager, and she had a consistent five year plan. She had a five year plan that she updated all the time. Right. She had a five year plan for the school district. She updated. All the time. We always had a five-year plan. Mm-hmm. So I emailed Brian Fike. And I said, Brian, do you have a five-year plan for the school district? And I think at first he thought it was going to be a gotcha question. Because <laughs> he kind of went, no, i got a five-year plan for myself to retirement. No comment, Jerry. <laughs> and and then, he, then he wrote, ha, ha, ha. And, and, and th- then proceeded with, yes, and I'm going to be presenting it in April. Hmm. presenting the update in April. He's got a five-year plan that he came up with. Yeah. Now, now, Kev, he's got two people in an office. He has himself and an assistant in that office. Interesting. In that office, they are able to take care of all of the financial records and the financial needs <laughs> of an $81 million school district. And how, with many, like, how many schools? With... What? Six schools and like 600 employees. He's able to put together and keep a five-year plan for that. But our township can't come up with a five-year plan. And has to bring someone else in to do it. That is 13 or $14 million for 125-ish employees. Our people with four people. Can't do it. With a township manager, two people in the accounting office, as I understand it, 
an accounting firm doing extra work and an auditing firm can't do a five-year plan. All of those people with all of that knowledge can't do a five-year plan. Instead, they got to put it out and ask people, how much could you do it for? And magically, mm-hmm. KMS. How about that? Betsy's old employer. Is the lowest, is, is the lowest uh, number they have at $60,000. Brian Fight can do it in his spare time of, of managing an $80 million business. But we got to hire F and KMS mm-hmm. for 60 grand to do a five-year plan that probably a 10th grader could do. Let's also be honest about a five-year plan. I would offer that I would argue that years three, four, and five are like a, a gray skeleton. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, they're guesses at best. Right, especially in this climate now with interest rates and everything and how— I and, mean, and banks collapsing. <laughs> everything's great. Every, I'm totally thinking of that meme with that horribly driven dog cartoon where the whole house is on fire and he's standing there. Everything's fine. Yeah. It's fine, right? <laughs> but with the way that is, is the first year you want to try to get everything as specific as possible. And the second year, you're hoping. Right. Third year, you're grasping at straws. Fourth year, you're in the dark. You know what I mean? Fifth year's a friggin' joke. Right. Especially nowadays with how everything just changes so quickly. Interest yeah. rates change and everything. Uh, why can't Betsy do it? Plus, hold on. All of, all the all the Betsy fan clubs, how many years in government she has and all this. She should be able to do it like ding. Dude, I, I just I don't understand how two people in the school administration building are able to do this five-year plan based on a five times bigger operation, a literal five times bigger operation, and two people can hold this down. Well, Betsy can't doesn't even have the time to click on a file, copy, paste, and send it to Dave Hughes. But, well, and just think about how much time she wastes forwarding emails to Ted Gardella and George Bell to try to get Hughes. You're seeing this stuff. Oh, I see Dave it. Is, Dave is putting Dave, it online. Dave posted online. I see it. How much time and taxpayer money does she waste trying to get a gotcha on Dave Hughes and stopping him from seeing stuff that he has every right to see? Yeah. You need to shut your hole and know your role. That's what you're getting paid to do. Dave Hughes is one of your bosses. Don't email another one of your bosses to see if it's okay that you send stuff to one of your bosses. Yeah. Did that make all the bosses in there? It's kind of like a, a spaghetti and meatballs type of thing. It right? was a, that, that was a really boss statement you made. Yeah, thanks, man. And based. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Go into that. No, but that's what I don't understand. Like, how much time are you wasting being an asshole? Seriously, all these guys, there's so much that could be accomplished, but just, they spend so much time being assholes. It's it's insane to me. And now they're just saying it out loud. Right. Like, how much time does it take to be an asshole? Apparently a lot, because Betsy doesn't have any time to copy and paste files to Dave Hughes. She'd rather email Ted and be like, Dude, he's, he's, this guy's asking for this again. Like... Oh, again, How's the five year plan coming dancing Betsy. It's 
it, it, I'm just going to keep pounding this. Two people in the school yep. business office. There's no reason why she can't Five do it. times the size of the operation. Brian's got a plan. <laughs> maybe Dave Hughes. has got a plan. Maybe Dave Hughes needs to contact Brian and be like, hey, bud, Township will give you a, <laughs> a, a stipend if you can do a five-year plan. We'll give you $30 and a Snickers bar. <laughs> right? If he can do it, what? I, I don't know. I'm I'm just I'm really confused why it's going to cost us sixty grand. Because it kind of sounds like a kickback type of thing. What's going on? It, this is how we talked about this with grease and palms of politicians. It's the same thing. Like I told you, when the when the new president gets in, people that helped out his campaign or donated to his his uh, what election win party or whatever the hell they are the. Uh, inauguration parties and stuff yep, like that, yep. you get an ambassadorship or right, you get right. some stupid, or you, the only, this is how people, do people think that Pete Buttigieg was named because he's a really great and knowledgeable on transportation? No, he got that role to drop out of the presidential election. And so, throw his support to and then the endorse Joe, Right, and endorse Joe Biden. The That's exactly what it, what it was, what it is. That's the game of politics, and it's disgusting, and hence why we have morons like Pete Buttigieg handling transportation. And morons like Ted Gardella negotiating 25% deals. Yep. That cost us money. Yeah, well, dude. <laughs> but but I, it, it comes down to this guy whining like a little girl. Well, he just, we ain't getting you that anymore. We can't do the work. We don't want to I get the, the warning of that. If you don't give us these animals, we can't. I, I understand what you're saying, but he could have sent an email. So he was doing that. Dude, there's the other side of it. Hit it. Hit it. There's the other side of it. He's just trying to do a political ploy and hurt Dave Hughes in a public forum. That's all he's doing. It's politics, politics, politics. Chadwick Schnee shouldn't be political. He is. Let's go back, okay? All they had to do was read the email from him that said, we don't want to do the work. But no, they invited him and gave him however long he took to start his whining, bitching. They gave him the time to do it. That's exactly why they did it. Now, dude, if I'm a supervisor on that board... And he comes and he starts doing this. You're going to hit the gavel. Yeah, no, I'm just going to say, you know what? Dude. Here's a Tampex. Go sit down. Yes. (laughs) Who invited him? Yeah. Who invited him? I don't want him in here. Not only are are, are we not going to take you up on this, Mm -hmm. we are never going to call you again. Forget that we exist. Go away. If you're on another supervisor's board? Yeah. 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 Like you, I, again, they're just, it, here's the funny part. Is they're doing this stuff trying to hurt Dave Hughes? Who's not running? <laughs> like, this is how stupid they are. Like, you're trying to hurt a guy that's not running for election, you morons. Like, and by doing it, it's hurting the people that are running since you love Dave Vollmer so much and you love George Bell. All you knuckleheads like Betsy, you're you're not hurting Dave Hughes because he's not running. Everyone knows how he's going to vote. The only people, thank you for campaigning against Vollmer and George Bell. 
because yes. that's what you're doing. This is how dumb and full of hate. And again, Dave Hughes has broken these people. Paul Jansen, step up and campaign for Bell and Volman. This is the, that's what I'm saying. It's like, do you really, do you think this hurts Dave Hughes' re-election campaign? He's not running for re-election. He has, what, another two or three years, four years? Four years. Do you think that people are even going to remember this whining little guy in four years if Dave Hughes decides to, re- to run again? You won't give us see that in his phone. This is how, work. But this shows how juvenile and ignorant they are to the political landscape in Exeter and what they've been doing. They're so blinded by their own arrogance, like Ted, like George, and like Dave Vollmer. You might not like And Dave, Michelle Kirchner. Right. You're so blinded by it and your hate for Dave Hughes that you're literally campaigning against yourselves. You guys, Betsy, are hurting Bell and Volmer. So thank you. Please continue to do what you're doing. Who can you invite to the next meeting right. that will blame anybody but a, a, a whiny ass need to have a... A, a unanimous vote. Bring all the people in that you want to try to make the guy that's not running look bad. Yeah. You dumbasses. Like, again, don't don't call me. Now, I used to say call me and I'll help you out. Don't call me. Because you're so stupid that I wouldn't want my name added as an advisor to anyone. Like, I don't. Like, do they think this hurts Dave Hughes? So you get a couple people commenting online. Like that one Deborah woman, a Claire woman, and all the, you know what I mean? The fan club and the one woman doesn't even live in extra township, chimes in on everything. But do you really think this hurts Dave Hughes? No. And if you do, hurts him for what? What how what what what's the attempt to hurt him for? This is the part that people might think about punching, but they're not doing what they're they're not thinking about what's gonna happen after the punch. What's wh- how is this going to hurt him and Dave Dave Hughes' future? I don't know, but but it's it's currently it, it it's going to wreak havoc with Bell and Volmer. Yep, that's my point. It doesn't hurt Dave Hughes, dude. I've I've heard from several people in the last just call it twenty four hours since all this stuff happened with this uh, ridiculous, you know, re- rejection of or, or trying to get these guys tossed out of this election. Mm-hmm. People. They're getting more disgusted with mm-hmm. them. When you can't win, you just try to throw everybody off that you were going to fight. Right. <laughs> and and somebody made the point somewhere today. Who was, It was Chad Kaplan. He said, is, is Vollmer really this stupid? Yes. Is he this stupid? He doesn't see that this concentrates votes elsewhere. Mm-hmm. If he doesn't get them all four tossed, Mm-hmm. It's going to concentrate votes against you, stupid. That's why I'm saying these people are so politically dumb. Betsy, by you know she was in contact with this guy because she was the one emailing back and forth and gave the email. The wine and baby, right? So she's a part of that. It, she's so ignorant and so dumb politically that she doesn't know that she's hurting Bell and Volmer. Who? This is the part. So you're trying to hurt Dave Hughes because you don't like him and he pissed you off. Okay. What's the when you when you're fighting someone and you want to when you try to punch them in the side, you're trying to get a try to get a liver or a kidney shot. Body right? blow. Right. Body blow. 
right? Body blow. But that's what you want the result to be. So what's the result? That you hurt Dave Hughes? Okay, what's the end result of that hurting Dave Hughes? That he's not going to get reelected four years from now? Do you see what I'm saying? How dumb these people are. Like, oh my God. This is like, the definition these of are adults. hatred. These are people that are older than me that should know better. And I'm almost 50. But these people are morons. They don't even know what they're doing. They're so petty and spiteful that they'll try to hurt. They don't consider. Do they even know what long game is? It's blinded by hatred, plain and simply. I guess, man. It's really dumb. It is It is dumb. But even if you're going to have hate, at least be smart about it. Like be if, smart in your hatred. Right? Like I'm just like... The guy's not running for re-election, you bozos. So were you going to get some social... For the guys that cry about social media all the time, you're going to get you're gonna get some bad comments about Dave Hughes. Wow, like I haven't seen those before. When I go in to sell any of the products that I sell, okay, I do not talk down my competition. I talk up my product. Mm-hmm. I talk about how my product can make your life better. Right. Okay. Who doesn't need a 50-gallon drum of KY jelly? Right. <laughs> and I don't talk about how, you know, Vaseline sucks. I don't talk about that. I talk about how KY jelly is good. <laughs> Vaseline has many uses. It really does. It's great to start fires. Oh, you can, it is. Oh, it's petroleum, you nut. Petroleum jelly. Right, so what you do is here's a little try. Here's a little thing: is you get some petroleum jelly and you get some cotton balls, you put them all together and everything. It makes it kind of like a, a jelly type of hairy thing. I got it. You put them in a Ziploc bag. You ever want to start a fire? You just they go right up. So the cotton balls themselves are not flammable. Well, cotton can burn, yeah. Oh, but okay. if you put the jelly in, but it stays longer. Well, I'm gonna pull one in here. I'm gonna, I'm gonna burn your house down. Okay. <laughs> well, no, just do it here. Not in, not in the studio, though. Oh, no. So so if I don't have somewhere to sleep, it's okay. No, but petroleum jelly is petroleum, so it will burn. Is that why they call it petroleum <coughs> jelly? Mm-hmm. It's made from petroleum. I'm putting oil on my skin? You put petroleum jelly on your skin? Why not? For you, what? You never put it on your hands? Yeah, to put it in my it hair. It softened your hands. For 50, 50s day, I put it a shitload in my hair when I was a kid for no, 50s no, no, day. No, 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 If your hands ever get really dry, you put petroleum jelly on. No, I put don't. socks over your hands. Dude. Oh, oh, at night. Have you seen my hands? They're covered in scars. Look at them. You're not you listening think? to me. Why would I put petroleum jelly in my hands? Because it's a softening agent. For what? If your hands... Don't your hands ever get, like, cracked and Yeah, dry? and I don't do anything about it because I'm a man. Dude, <laughs> your fingers don't crack dude, right uh, here if, and bleed. Dude, you tell mine do. But have you told me that you've put petroleum jelly all over your hands and put gloves on? Have you? Are you telling me you've done no, this? No socks. <laughs> you put them on your put feet? socks over my hands. Are you shitting me right while now? I'm sleeping at night? Dude, yes, I'm, it I'm, softened your hands. Uh, for what? Why do you want soft hands? Because okay. So your hands get dry in the winter. Listen to this conversation. It's insane. So you get, no, but it's a good conversation. You get some gold bond and you put it in cream and you put it on top of your hands. If you don't have gold bond, if you don't have it. You don't have a cream or something? No, maybe you don't. Connie doesn't have some like of hand moisturizer? Of course she does. Of so course she does. But she also obviously I'm has a shitload of. this works really well. 
I don't need Back soft in the t- days when I when I worked at UPS, my hands used to literally crack and bleed. So do mine. Okay. My knuckles. So you put petroleum jelly on your hand, put Vaseline on your hands at night when you're going to bed. Cover them with socks, put socks over them. Next morning you wake up soft and supple. But why do you No want- shit? I'm not saying it doesn't work. I'm just saying there's no reason to do something so Something like that. What? Why is it weird? It's no different than putting gold bond on it. It's a Dude, freak of a lot cheaper. The only time I put something over somebody's hands like that was my daughter when she was born because she had she would scratch her face. Dude, you got to contain it. I point. don't want... What the hell do I want soft, supple hands for? I'm a man. The point is that it's not bleeding anymore, okay? That's really that's, the point. It's not it's, about it's soft, supple, It's only bleeds supple, for really. a couple months. That's all... It's, it's not that bad. Every, it's not every like time you grab a can of soda, you're, 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 you're the howls no, of man. pain. My hands look like I'm 80 years old. Just got all the scars they do. over. All the scars it's disgusting. over. Disgusting. <laughs> my knuckles Your are hands huge. are disgusting. They are pretty gross, but they've, well, they've been through hell and back, buddy. But yeah. I'm just saying, Your I've hands never... are going to be gnarled when you get to like 70. Dude, they're halfway gnarled now. You're going to be like this. Arthritis. Everybody hands. can see this over the microphones. <laughs> no, I just I can't believe you've done that. Okay, Tony Ronaldo says, I'm a concrete contractor and can confirm Jerry's method for healing heavily dry and damaged hands. Thank you, Tony. I never... Stick it. I never questioned... Stick it. I never questioned that it worked. I'm just questioning (laughs) and doing it. If Tony is a concrete contractor, then I can... I've seen many men with his hands like that, and his hands probably look like they got smashed with hammers. Right. You don't do that. Jerry. <laughs> Dude, I used to work out in the elements all the time. Right. That how long UPS ago was man? that? It doesn't matter. I'm just telling you what works. <laughs> I'm telling you what works. I'm still questioning that you did it. I can't believe you did it. Why? If it works, why wouldn't I do it? <laughs> I just don't see a reason to do it. Does it seem gay to you or something? Like, yes. Okay. Incredibly. <laughs> Is I'm, that what you're doing? I'm revoking your man card. Is that where you're going? Dude, I just don't. Uh, are you a hand model on the side that I didn't know about? No. But I. <laughs> look, cracking, bleeding. Put Vaseline so in you a put sock a li- on. So you put a little Connie's lotion on before you no. go to bed. No. it does. I'm telling you, this works so much better. I would literally feel like I had like Vaseline on my hands all day. Then you'd okay. write stuff, and we get on the paper, and you're on your t- your tablet or on your computer or something. You get it on a damn screen. Vaseline doesn't wash off no, very no, no. easily. At night, I, at night, I, do you I, understand me? Yes. It soaks into your hands. I'm talking about it's the gone next by morning. morning. It's it bullshit. Vaseline's it never gone. In. Vaseline. How would you know? Because I put it in my. You've never done it. (laughs) I put it in my hair when I was a kid for fifties day, and it took me about four weeks to wash that shit out. This is the most insane conversation we've ever had on this show. Yes, it is, but I think it's enjoyable, probably for people (laughs) because people understand. Hit it up in the chat. You know exactly what the hell I'm talking about. What the hell you doing? Put your hands in Vaseline and and socks and shit. What's what's going on there? Well, I don't know what to tell you. I mean, I've we shaken hands probably ten million times, and I never realized that. Feel that yes. hand right now. It's dry no, right now. It's dry right now. I mean, I'm not going you to have like a baby. You have right a baby now. bottoms hand. There's I do not. <laughs> Stop it. These are man work hands, Chief. I don't know about that. Not even look at this. No. Then why you're ten years older? I mean, my hands look like they put through meat grinders. 
better jeans. <laughs> <laughs> Less fights. <laughs> That's probably true. No, I just don't. It's been That's, a minute. That was, that was, I don't know, man. I, I just, so let's sum it up. We found out tonight that Kevin is insane and enjoys pain. <laughs> <laughs> it pain enjoys the pain of cracked dry hands. I don't know. I just don't. I don't. I don't see that. So you bleed a little bit, dude. It's not like it's like you're like you're gonna bleed out and die. And every time you touch something, your hands and you and uh, your hands hurt, and it's a howl of pain. I no, it's you not touch your steering that. wheel and you go ow. No, I've never done that. And my hands do crack normally on my knuckles, but huge knuckles that stick out. But no, man, I, I've never. It's not pain, dude. Maybe I don't know. That's not painful. That's not painful. All right. <laughs> Maybe I just have so much pain every day that, that uh, I don't have a lot of Maybe that's it. Maybe that's it. Maybe you're lucky. Maybe the pain of your life. No, maybe you're lucky. Yeah, I'm lucky. <laughs> that that's that you think that's painful. No, dude. <laughs> Stop. It. Have you broken a bone? Stop it. I've got the emotional scarring of a lifetime and you freaking know it. Well, I do as you as <laughs> as I do as well, but have you ever broken a bone? Oh yeah. Like a finger? Leg. Yeah, my too. Ankle, actually. It was ankle. I broke up my, my tibia or my fibia. I broke my back, too, though. Yeah. And my face. You have a <laughs> scar right here? Oh, my God. Like Frankenstein? I shattered my nose, man. I shattered my skull up here, oh, too. Oh, that's nothing. <laughs> <laughs> now, let me tell you, you shattered your skull, you put some yeah. Vaseline on that skull, <laughs> heal up overnight, put a sock over your head. <laughs> So you just get those big hunting socks you have and fill it with Vaseline and pull it over your head. Yes. <laughs> head will come right together, no problem. Yeah. Be healed. No scar. No, I'm just not going to do that. <laughs> I'd rather just put some of my wife's lotion on my hands before I go to bed. I don't. How does that heal your head? Well, that, that healed a long time ago. Just okay. not the stuff, not the coconut, the inside of the well, coconut. I could have helped you out back then. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry I wasn't around, Kev. Dude. <laughs> Could solve that little problem So for tonight you. we've learned if you want to <laughs> fix a cracked head, you put your head in a pillowcase full of Vaseline. Yes. <laughs> Works perfectly. And one way or another, the problem is solved. You it either it, it either like takes care of the cracked head or you die in your sleep overnight <laughs> you from suffocate it. yourself. Right. You suffocate. So either way it's solved. But if you do suffocate and die, your skin will look like a baby's bottom. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> in the casket, they're going to go, wow, Kev looked good, man. Look His skin looks good. great. And then you go over to the funeral director and go, how much work are you doing on him? Nothing. Nothing. He, he did the Vaseline thing right before he died. <laughs> he looks great, doesn't he? He had in his will that he was going to send Jerry a 50-gallon <laughs> vault of Vaseline. So he could put KY it, jelly? So he could literally sleep in it at night and his whole body would be like, Soft and porous. He sent him a fifty-gallon thing of Vaseline, not KY jelly, which Jerry sells. I don't really sell it. <laughs> no, I, I think I know somebody that put a. I don't know. If, I'm not going to name names, but this person put it on his Amazon wish list. It was a fifty-gallon drum of. Wow! <laughs> KY, just for shits and giggles. Okay, that's a that right. is a lot of KY jelly. I would think so. It's roughly. I don't know, 55 gallons. Yeah, but I also does people. Does Can you K imagine how dense that is? How much it weighs? No, no. Does does K is KY jelly still a thing? Sure, it is. I, I see know. commercials occasionally. <laughs> you know, it's going back to crazy stuff. You hear about this stuffs in those books, and we've talked about this before. Is like 
I remember where you couldn't even show condom or birth control commercials until after nine. It was condom commercials, Trojans, yeah. that you couldn't have a commercial on TV until after 9 p.m. Yeah. And they didn't even say damn on TV back then. Well, I, I don't know that I remember. You said that last week, but I don't mm -hmm. know that I remember that because I remember Archie Bunker in 1971 saying, I don't give a damn about nothing. I don't know. That was, well, dude, are you real? With Hold on, bro. <laughs> you're going to use Archie Bunker, and I did watch that, not live, obviously, but I watched reruns. That show would get people killed nowadays. That show oh, would cause riots. So you can't use that as a backstop for damn. Well, I'm just saying that <laughs> networks allowed it. They, they, what else did they allow on that show, Jerry? <laughs> a lot of things. Well, but I'm saying I think you're 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 a little bit off. I think what you're trying to say is they didn't used to say shit. Well, no, and they do now. Yeah, they say a lot of things now that they didn't back then. Yeah, like those those laws have changed for, for the better. I'm good with it. Yeah, I don't really care. I I, just, I someone said to me, um, well, you can tell when someone's educated, uneducated by the way they swear, and there was actually studies that done about this mm -hmm. and it was the complete opposite of what this leftist woman told me <laughs> the people that swear a lot are educated they just find themselves um more and upset about things so they can you know project better they can project the the <laughs> disgust <laughs> well you're using different words it's well you can't find a better word to use no because there's no better word than the f word no it can be used it's in one a, of the all timers yes no question. And apparently does uh, petroleum jelly has amazing uses, too. Yes, it does. <laughs> so here we are, roughly an hour and a half in. I think that's enough. Yes, I do, too. What do you think? I have to go potty. Yeah. So, folks, I'm going to tell you to, like, big, tune in tomorrow night. Big game, big game. Huge game. Let's hope the boys. For, for the Exeter boys. So I'm traveling tomorrow to Bellefonte to cover this game against... Uh, Peter's Township. Peter's Township. What a weird name, right? Could have a lot of fun with one, but we won't. Yeah, boys, boys basketball. It will be on the Exeter Sports Network. And keep tuned to social media tomorrow. There may be an announcement about a way to view. Mm. So just keep your eyes open for that. Good. I'll be happy to watch it. Yeah, it's uh, but it's going to be a great game. And and this team, they're they're really good. They Al won that game against Mechanicsburg. Is Alex going to be back for this one? Uh, uh, yes, he will be. Still can't believe that. Yeah. Well, I was there, dude. I was just like, what? Yeah. Well, he got suspended a game. He's, he's back. And He should have never got suspended. That was BS. What are you going to do? What are you going to do, Kev? What are you going to do? You're going to whine about it? <laughs> no. You're going to Paul Jansen about I, it? Listen, I don't condone violence at all. But I kind of really wanted to see that number two game get for the way that he was talking to he he was shouting at the refs and then he was shouting at the Exeter sidelines and everything. I was like, dude, you're one of those kids that needs to get punched in the face once, when, just once. Then, like I said in past shows, I think everybody should get punched in the face at least once. But I, a kid like that, like, dude, I would. Can you imagine if? Like Alex would have done that. What Ian and Sophia would have said to him. What, 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 what do you do? Right. Would have killed them. Right. That's what I mean. Is like what? What do you do? What are your parents trying to raise you for, man? 
the funny thing is, while all that was going on, and that was the game against um, Fox Chapel. Fox Chapel, right. While that's going on, Ian is on air, and he's yelling at Alex, and he goes, Get your ass back on the bench! <laughs> and okay, there's a third curse. Oh, yeah. <laughs> third curse on air. Yeah, but I, I just can't believe the way that kid was acting, cursing at the, the referee to start it all off. Yeah. I was like, dude... Yeah, he was like screaming the f word at the ref. Yeah, right? yeah, that, that I can't ever imagine happening in, that in my yeah. day. So tune in for that game tomorrow on the Exeter Sports Network. It's it's going to be amazing, and and get your eyes out on social media. I saw Dom um, and Ann Cachese are um, doing a bus thing. Yes, there's a bus. If you want to go to the game, actually, I don't know if they have any seats left. Left, but it was, they, they got it they down to like forty five bucks. Did they fill it already? Forty five bucks to go and come back. That's, That's not nothing. bad. That's nothing. That's how Ian's coming to the game tomorrow. Is he? Yeah. Good for them. Because I tried to do a carpool thing. Ian and Darren were like, ah. Ian went, ah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get on the bus. What about Darren? Darren, I, I got a commitment. I, I got to bus back really fast. And I was like, "Is he going to? Well, show I got to get there early. That's a little bit longer of a drive. Is he going to show up on time? He'll be there. <laughs> Darren. <laughs> Darren's going to be listening to the next time. He's going he's gonna to give me a little noogie in the ribs next time I see him. But it's, it, it's yeah, so I got to go there. I got to get set up early. Yeah. So I got to leave at 12, 1230 tomorrow. Hmm. Well, maybe not that early, but I got to leave early. And uh, it's going to be great. Six o'clock start of the I'll be, game. I'll be listening and hopefully watching. 545 on the Exeter Sports Network. Listen. I will. Okay. And then hopefully watch. Yes. We'll see if something happens. And those boys are stepping up when they need to step up. They played, um, Reese stepped up big time. He did 21 points the other night, and I think it was 12 rebounds. Career high. Something like that. Chasey had 17 points and 14 rebounds or something. They're just killing it. I think they're just, they're they're peaking right when they need to. Keep that plateau going up and keep going, working Mm -hmm. together. Yep. And one stepping up, Alex is out, somebody else steps up. That's exactly right. Teddy Snyder. Yep. 16 points the other night. Yep. Kid can shoot. Yes, can. I've seen some shooters in high school in my day, and he can shoot. Get him hot. Get him hot. He's ready to go. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Hopefully they uh, hopefully they win. I wish them all the best. Yep. Get in there and cheer that team on. Yep. That is the Exeter Underground number 47. Hmm. We appreciate everybody listening, even though none of you is called. That's fine. Yeah, it's fine. It got us involved in a uh, 20-minute Vaseline and sock sock debate. I think everybody knows what I was saying. I think they do. Zesty, as the boys say. <laughs> as the kids say nowadays. I don't even know what that means. But if, if there's if there's parents like around my age listening, they got kids. The kids say zesty. I would my I would just say that's zesty. Are they saying feminine or something? Is that, is that the concept? I'll tell you all fair. Okay. You don't want to offend anybody? I don't, well, I don't really care about that, but I'm just not going to say it. You worried if somebody's going <laughs> to... Give me a couple of weeks. <laughs> <laughs> so thanks for tuning in, everybody. We really appreciate it. Yes, thank and you. And hopefully we will be back next week. Hopefully I won't have a uh, hissy fit and start going, oh, we don't have anything to do with the show. That's what I said. We could talk about things and it wouldn't... The people and look would how this hurt. one worked out. Mm-hmm. I, I think we have just, just have to learn to do it. Yes. Right? I mean, like we did the Vaseline conversation. 
Exactly. That's mm-hmm. my point. Yep. So thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you next week. Peace, peace. Thank you for joining us for the Exeter Underground. Join us again next week for more news and analysis of all that is happening in Exeter. This has been a production of Jerry Gelliff Media. Music.